Bro marketing culture and sketchy MLMs have given modern business a bad reputation. It feels harder than ever to succeed as an entrepreneur, even though we've got an abundance of info and tech right at our fingertips. If you feel frustrated running your business, stress over your sales goals, or are baffled by marketing strategies, you've come to the right place. You deserve to run a successful, sustainable business without spamming all of your friends or wasting time and money on marketing gimmicks. This is the Sell It Sister podcast, and you're going to learn how to make more money without complex systems or sleazy sales tactics. I'm Erica Tebbins, and I teach highly motivated, female, and gender expansive entrepreneurs that selling doesn't have to suck. I've been running successful businesses and teaching others how to sell smarter, earn more, and create raving fans for over 15 years. And I'm excited to share what I've learned with you. If you want success without truly serving your clients, profits without any passion, or the next get rich quick scheme, I'm not your gal. But if you're all in as an entrepreneur, want to make a difference with your work, and are ready to run a business you're proud of, then get ready to sell it, sister. As an online entrepreneur, it can feel hard as hell to get any sort of consistency when it comes to booking in new clients. And added to this frustration is often the fact that you already feel like you are living online 24 seven and doing all the things you've been told that you should do. And still you are struggling with any sort of predictability with your profits. And as an ethical entrepreneur, I know that you do not want to resort to any of those sleazy, gross, invasive, Hey girl DMS. You know, the ones I'm talking about the, Hey girl, let me tell you about my opportunity or Hey girl, let me tell you how I can help you fill your sales pipeline. It'll only cost you X, Y, Z dollars. It's icky. It's gross. And the good news is it's completely unnecessary. I have a free training. It's shorter than your favorite Netflix show. And in under 20 minutes, you are going to learn the exact process I use for myself and with my clients to get more rad clients on repeat without having to resort to any unethical tactics, high pressure strategies, or Hey girl DMS simply go to bit.ly forward slash goodbye. Hey girl, that's bit.ly forward slash goodbye. Hey girl, all lowercase, all one word, and you will get instant access to this free training that is going to teach you how you can show up as your super amazing, authentic self and form real feel good connections with people on the internet in order to grow your business with ease and without sleaze. Okay. Go to bit.ly forward slash goodbye. Hey girl, get it now. So you don't forget and then enjoy the episode. This week's episode of the podcast was inspired by, uh, people on Instagram who had seen a, uh, reel that I had posted recently talking about sales versus, um, marketing and, that it, you know, sometimes if you're, uh, if, if things feel imbalanced, if you feel like you're marketing all the time, but it's not actually leading to sales, it could be because you're not doing enough sales activities. And I got a lot of great response 
And people said it was really helpful. And I was like, oh, you know, would you want me to do a podcast episode going more into detail to give some examples? And they were like, yes, yes, please. So here we are. So a lot of times, you know, the, the people who I work with are, they, they're marketing a lot, right? Or at least they feel like they're marketing a lot. They feel like they're doing a lot of different things to try to get more clients, but then they're like, yeah, it's, it's still not like working, right? Something is, is wrong here. And, uh, and so when I was thinking about it, I was like, oh, you know, like, like sort of thinking about, I don't know, something, something sparked me to make that real. I don't even remember what it was. It was very like impromptu. It wasn't in the plan, but I was like, oh, you know, it's because, uh, like one of the issues is, is that when we work for ourselves, like, you know, when it's just us in our business or we have small teams, a lot of times sales and marketing is really fluid, right? So if it's a big corporation, you have like the marketing team and then you have the sales team, right? And they might collaborate on things, but they are separate. But usually it's just us, right? It's just us uh, or with a little bit of help that are doing both marketing and sales. And, And so a lot of times marketing and sales happen really in tandem or like one right after the other. Uh, and I, even though, you know, people know me as like, Erica helps you sell, like helps you sell more of your stuff, helps you make more, um, money in regards to being able to, you know, sell more of your stuff or sell like a new type of offer or to a new type of client, things like that. A lot of what I'm doing when I'm creating strategies or when I'm coaching, it has to do with, uh, the intersection of sales and marketing, because the reality is, is that you can have too much of one and not enough of the other and it be really lopsided and still not serve you, right? Still not lead to actual clients that you are getting, right? And and revenue growth that you are seeing. So uh, a perfect example of this is one of my clients. Uh, she is amazing. Love her to bits. She's She does um, marketing strategy and coaching and she's fantastic at it and you know has tons of experience and one thing she said about working with me is that i make selling so easy and so natural that it doesn't feel like selling right and so in our work together she was realizing like she's like i know my i know marketing right but like what is going on here and it was really that like oh she is marketing but she's accidentally missing sales activities and this is something that I just, it, it feels so natural to me because I've been doing it for so long that I often overlook it myself. And I often, um, do not like separate them out because I'm like, oh, you know, they just, they just go hand in hand. Right. So I actually want to separate them out this time so that you can kind of see the difference and why they matter. So, when thinking about marketing versus sales, I think of marketing as um, marketing are marketing activities are the activities that allow people to know about you and what you do, right? So marketing gets you in front of people and sales activities move them into a process of actually working with you, of actually investing in you. So one of the primary ways, you know, when we think about uh, marketing, we think about content marketing, right? Like 
social media, uh, especially certain platforms are so heavily like content driven. Right. And so there is all of this sort of like pressure. I feel like this, this like weight on us to be these content creation machines, right. Creating content all the time, creating like really good content, all of this stuff. And so we spend a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of time in thinking about content, right. And what we are overlooking when we are thinking about content is like, okay, well, from the content, like, how do we then get more of the people who are seeing our content or engaging with our content into some sort of relationship with us that then can become potentially a paid relationship, right? So content is a big part of marketing. And this can be like long form content, like podcasts, blogs, vlogs, et cetera, or short form content, like what you would see on social media. Marketing can also be doing things like collaborations or um, self-hosted trainings, right? So you might do a self-hosted training, a webinar, a workshop, you know, something along those lines, um, or you might collaborate with somebody else, right? So you might do a joint workshop or a training. They might host you as part of, you know, maybe they run a membership and they have you come in and they host you to teach about the thing that you do, right. That you can speak on. So that would be a type of collaboration. You might do like an IG live together, something like that, right. All, all different types of collaborations. Um, I think that, and under that umbrella, there could also be like speaking gigs and, um, guesting on other people's podcasts or blog, you know, writing guest blog posts, things like that. Um, then there could, would also be networking, right? So this is either like more formal networking, like you're actually going to a networking event, you're doing like a virtual, um, like business owner, like speed networking kind of a thing, or, um, you know, within your niche, like maybe it's like networking inside of your industry, stuff like that. Right. So all different kinds of more formal networking. Then there's the informal networking that you might be doing in a free Facebook group, a paid Facebook group, a paid Facebook community, you know, a, a mastermind, a group coaching program, things, things like that, where you are forming uh, relationships with people or you're, you know, connecting with people in those spaces. Um, and then also like, let's say you have a Facebook group, right? So you might be putting out your content in like a private or like a closed Facebook group that people can join. And in there you are doing marketing, right? So they, they are there, they're sort of like a captive audience for what you're putting out and you are marketing various things to them. So sales is again, we're inviting them into a deeper connection with you, right? So in your content, uh, there's obviously, you know, I know you're familiar with CTAs, calls to action, right? So depending on what you're doing, your calls to action can be different and they don't always have to be sales related, right? So uh, a call to action could be that you are talking about a free downloadable piece of content that you have, could be a PDF, could be a free training, something, or yeah, like a free training, like a pre-recorded free training, anything like that. Um, that people can just sort of access on demand, right? It's sort of like your opt-in, your freebie, uh, any anything that you already have. And then, so your call to action can be, hey, go check this out, go download this thing, right? 
And then on the back end, through your nurture sequence, your automated email sequence, it can move people into a sale with you, right? So you can you can talk about different things in what they're gonna, you know, what they're learning about in that PDF, in that download, in that training, whatever it is. And then eventually you can uh, tell them like, hey, you know, if you if you love this and you want to learn more, you can, you know, purchase this mini course or you can hop on a sales call with me, whatever the thing is that makes sense for your business. Or you can have a content piece where you're like, hey, if you want to learn more, book a call with me here, right? You could do that in a blog. You can do that on your social media. I always have things at the top of every podcast episode that are like, hey, if you know, if you want to learn more about this thing, here's how you can go check that out. Here's the the call to action. Um, and even though my Facebook group doesn't exist anymore, I have, you know, a, and I still need to redo my outro, but my outro talks about the, it gives the URL to the Facebook group I used to have, which if you go to that page, it just tells you other ways to stay connected with me, right? So it's moving you into another type of relationship with me there. Also on social media is a, a sales activity is engaging deeply with your, the people who are commenting um, and also going out to find new people, right? So what I mean by engaging deeply with people who are commenting is that for the people who are seeing your stuff, like you can just say like, thanks, or, you know, I'm glad you liked it or whatever on the thing, like under their comment, but you can also go like, who, you know, look at their profile. Who are they? What do they do? All of that. Like, you know, do they have stories up? Go look at their stories, go interact with their stories. Like if it makes sense, right. Go look at their posts, go engage with their posts, right. They have taken the time to check you out. So why don't you go back and check them out? Of course, there's always going to be bots. Of course, there's always going to be people who are like, you know, probably not ideal clients and stuff, but like, don't just leave people hanging, right? If, if they're engaging with you, go engage with them <clears throat> and then also go out and find your people, right? So get, get in front of them. Don't, don't wait around for them to find you and engage with your content. Think about, right? Like if you know, if you have, um, somebody who you follow that is like, maybe like one of your, um, a, like a client you've worked with or something, and you see other people that are engaging with them on their content, those people, depending on what you do and depending on what they do, uh, those people might also be great ideal clients for you or connections or collaborators or anything like that, right? So in thinking about, oh, who are the people who I really love to be connected with, who I've loved to collaborate with, who, um, who have been amazing clients, like, See if you could, if you can go out and find those people and just start organically connecting with them. So this doesn't mean find them, friend request them and immediately start pitching them. That's not it at all. I mean, actually go and like be an authentic human and, and, you know, strike up a conversation or just like engage, engage with them, learn more about them. And, uh, I mean, this is how I've met some of my best online friends was just through organically connecting with them. Uh, if you have people who are, you know, on those trainings, those things that you are doing, those collaborations, like with other people or your own trainings, 
reaching out after to the people who attended or were engaged, right? If somebody is watching your IG live, you know, jot down who is there and then go thank them after for being there and watching. Cause there's a million things that people could be doing other than watching your IG live. So go and thank them, right? If you are doing, uh, you know, a presentation and somebody was really resonating with it, like absolutely go and reach out after and be like, Hey, you know, thank you. Uh, if you, do you have any other questions? Are there any other resources that I could get you? Like, cause maybe you have blog posts or podcast episodes or whatever, where you are breaking something down for somebody and they say like, Oh yeah, I would, you know, I would love to like learn more about this. And you're like, Oh, cool. I have a resource on that. Hang on. Let me go grab the link for you. Right. That's a way to be helpful without being salesy, but you're also like furthering the relationship with the person. Um, if you are networking, you can then invite people to a coffee chat, right? So if you, this is actually on my to-do list for today, there are multiple people who I've been vibing with on Instagram or in communities that I'm in where I'm like, oh, you know what? Like I have some more room in my schedule now and we already have a connection, uh, digitally. So I would love to send them my link to book into my calendar for a coffee chat. To me, that would be really fun. Now, this doesn't mean I'm going to use the coffee chat as a sneaky way to sell them on something. But what happens when you are deepening the connection is that you never know when that person, like if you have the coffee chat with that person, I, th- I'll actually use an example. I had a coffee chat with um, an amazing human several months ago. This was like back in the fall. And it was so fun. We stayed on like twice as long as we were scheduled for. It was so awesome. And I loved it. Um, and then like maybe a month or so after our coffee chat, I got a sales call booked in from a woman who knows her and who was looking for somebody who does what I do. So now this other woman is my client, but she was able to become my client because the woman I had the coffee chat with referred her to me. And the woman that I had the coffee chat with has never, like, she hasn't been my client, right? So this is how it all, like, all those roads, all these things I'm talking about, how they can lead back to sales. It's not about just getting somebody on your calendar to do like a bait and switch. It's about like, how do you deepen the connection? How do you learn how to be mutually beneficial to each other and go from there? Um, And then let's say you have the Facebook group, right? So uh, when new people join, reaching out personally to them, like, yes, you can have those entrance questions and you can collect really good information that will help you with your marketing and, and whatnot in your sales process, but actually reaching out to new people and saying like, Hey, I'm glad you're here. Thanks for being here. You can do this too. Like on, um, other, you know, like on, on Instagram or wherever, that you're marketing, like when people start to follow you, you can reach out and just be like, Hey, thanks for following me. Right. Uh, there are all sorts of ways to actually connect human to human. So I hope that this gives you a better sense of the difference between sales activities versus marketing activities. And if you're feeling like, Oh my God, I am marketing nonstop. I feel like I'm everywhere. I feel like I'm constantly thinking about content. 
rather than stressing about that for now, think about, okay, how can I move from content wherever I'm showing up and delivering that content? How can I move more into connection, right? How can I bring people, how can I invite people into a deeper relationship with me? And I am telling you, this will change the game for you. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Sell It Sister podcast. If you loved it and you want more, be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And then head on over to sellitsisterhood.com to join my free Facebook community group. And as your mama said, sharing is caring. So if you got a lot of value out of this episode, be sure to share it with your biz besties too, okay? Now get out there and sell it, sister.